Good afternoon to you. That's the way we like it on the run home. Brought to you McDelivery. It is Disco Tuesday, so get on and get your boogie on from now until 7 here with Stephen McIver. 0800 150811. <laughs> Is the Makita phone line. Roll the outdoors, 0800 150811. Again, the Temper Bedpost text machine, and that's double eight double three. Temper and Bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. All right, it's going to be that sort of day, but why not? Let's take a quick look at the Macca's menu, shall we? Carlos Spencer coming your way before 5 o'clock to talk about his incredibly talented son, Peyton, who signed a two-year deal with New Zealand Sevens. Cameron George on what really is going on between the NRL and the RLPA, the Rugby League Players Association, over the the collective bargaining agreement. You'd be quite surprised what Cameron thinks about this. Ravinda Hunia out of Sky Sport on MMA. She's our MMA guru here in this country, one of the many, including Neeps, of course. And we'll uh, get her thoughts on what's going on with John Jones, Francis Nogono, and and many other of the divisions. There's a big UFC in Brazil this coming weekend. Maya Jackman, 50 caps for the white ferns. She's going to talk football ferns, excuse me, football ferns. God, this naming of teams. Uh, She's going to talk to us about the football ferns up against the USA tomorrow at Sky Stadium. I've got some other questions, and we've just had confirmation. Paul Eiffel is going to talk to us about the Phoenix going into the top six. So that's what it looks like in your Macca's menu. McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. Okay, lads, team leader, come in, team leader. Are you there? Jacob? Leader, loud and clear. Team leader, come in loud and clear. Neeps, come in, come in, Neeps. Yep, Roger, checked in. I'm here, Stephen. Roger, boogie one. Boogie land, here we go. Uh, Brody Retallick has confirmed he's off to Kobe Sealers after the World Cup. Uh, may end up with Dave Rennie as his coach. Did you read today, lads, that Rennie may have already agreed to terms to go back to Kobe because Australian rugby weren't actually giving him any any hint that they might re-sign him? And now we know what happened. Jacob, what do you think? Get off your phone. I can see you on your phone. Sorry, just sending a message out to the rest of the producers saying to call in. Uh, we're trying to. Uh, I'm. I'm just sending a mayday out for them. Mayday. Yeah. What's, what's gone wrong? Yeah. I haven't done anything. I haven't pushed any <laughs> buttons. There's nothing wrong. McIver has not touched a thing. What do you think of this? Are you surprised? Yeah. That- no. Well, I am quite surprised. What about the Wallabies sacking Dave Rennie? No. No. About uh, Rennie having already potentially agreed to terms. Uh, well, it's quite interesting. I mean, you've always got to plan ahead, and and especially in that career, yeah. um, in in any career. So I'm, I'm not I'm not too surprised by that. I mean, I, I imagine if he didn't take that, where would he be in in world rugby standings now? I, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of senior coaches are lucky. Are lucky that they have options nowadays. That that some there is still money to be made at, at at club level, particularly in Japan. We know he wants to maintain being an international coach, but those jobs, as we know, are few and far between. You know, I'd forgotten there've been three changes, right? So there's Australia, uh, Wales, and England. I'd forgotten about the fact that Eddie had gone. I used to I said two changes, and obviously the other obvious one was England because Eddie had left. So they're not mucking around. So, Neebs, what do you reckon? Three changes before the World Cup. Uh, many of our texters on the Temper Bedpost text line yesterday said uh, they thought everything, the, these moves are courageous, from someone who doesn't really delve, jump deep into rugger, and you think about things like this, do you think it's courageous or dangerous? It screams dangerous to me. You know, you wouldn't, we didn't do it. 
We didn't do it, even though we had Razor on on the bench ready to come in for us. We didn't do it. But obviously, Australia's needed a change. And Dave Rennie, the swap for Eddie Jones was that change. So I suppose it's just a group of people on their last legs wanting to do the best thing they can for their sport. It's just, it's interesting. And only time will tell how, how well Eddie Jones goes as well. Hey, Jacob, have you noticed that all the talk on Razor's gone quiet now? Because I, um, I, yeah. I know you're a bit of a Razor fan. I am a, I am a Razor fan. I am. I think he is one of the most entertaining people in rugby at the moment, along with Eddie Jones, coincidentally. Yeah, I, I, know, I know where you're coming from. So I wonder what happens now, because I get this funny feeling, this funny feeling that the whole Jamie Joseph, Tony Brown bandwagon is going to start rolling soon. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think... The All Blacks job, if Foster leaves after the World Cup, um, will be between Tony Brown and Jamie Joseph and um, Scott Razor-Robertson. Do you, do you think the three would work together? Oh, no, no, definitely not. It's got to be Scott or um, Tony Brown and Jamie Joe. They're, they're two individual candidacies for the All Blacks job, in my opinion. Well, I would say it screams to me that Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown are the package and that Razor's on the other side. And depending on who you talk to, everybody thought Razor had the job anyway. It was a done deal that contract was signed, depending on who you talk to, and that's always scurrilous. So I'm just I'm just fascinated that that sort of narrative has gone quiet. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, how about the Central Stags coach, Rob Walter, is set to take over as South African ODI on T20 coach. Uh, that's great news, right? Yeah, absolutely. Another um, Kiwi export in the world of cricket. Yeah, and I, th- I like I like the idea too, uh, particularly going to South Africa because that that will have its challenges in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coaching the Proteas, I mean, they've just had an abysmal Test series in um, in Australia. Mm. So I mean, the ODI and T Twenty squad. Uh, w- could be a lot, lot, lot stronger. I'm, I'm yeah, no, no. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, now, this is this has been a conversation point probably for the last six months about Netflix doing documentaries or follow. You know, the old reality, literally the reality show, driven off the back of Drive to Survive. So now they've got their. They've. I think they've screened a couple of episodes already of their new Netflix tennis doco called Break Point. Um, have we got something from that, Neep, just to remind people what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. I've got the trailer here for you. So if you knew before they did the Drive to Survive series that followed the Formula One, yep. and it's caught on really well. Everyone's loved it. And even if you're not a Formula One fan, it's designed to bring you into the sport. It has been credited with increasing the awareness of Formula One and the major market that they really want to crack, which is the US market, yeah. which this year will have three Grands Prix. And I said Grands Prix, not Grand Prix, because that's how you say it. Ah. Push the button. Okay, here you go. You step on that court, time stops. Your heart starts beating faster. The hardest thing in sports is expectation. We've been blessed with an era of greatness. Roger. Rafa, Serena, Novak. Who will take their place? I want to be number one in the world. In tennis, you are out there by yourself. It's not easy to manage all the pressure. The expectation for me to be the next big thing is massive. how much work I've put in. I'm chasing a dream. 
this tournament can change your life. Your body doesn't know what it's about to face. Serena Williams. She's the favorite. I'm the underdog. I have to dedicate all my life to the sport. It's now or never. We need to find a way to win. Fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Netflix series and shit. Let's get it, baby. So that was Nick Kyrgios at the back end of Breakpoint. They need Nick Kyrgios, I can imagine. Uh, team leader, Jacob, you've actually watched the first two episodes of this. Did it deliver on its promise that of that trailer? Look, I, I personally think the um, Drive to Survive series works so well because I had no idea about Formula One. Yeah. So it was sort of like a very basic overview of what happened in that season. Yeah. Um, whereas I know a little bit about um, tennis, and I've and I watched the Australian Open last year, and that's where, where it starts off breakpoint. So I was kind of anticip- like I, f- I felt like it was a bit bit of um, a bit for dummies, if you if you if you know what I mean. So di- so it didn't get okay. So the, these series, the key to these series is getting behind the scenes and seeing what you don't see. Right? It's all that's what it's about. Did it give you enough behind the scenes to go? Oh, okay, that's what happens. That's that's what they do. Or oh, he's a crazy. You know? Did you get any of that out of it? Yeah, like I would say. Yeah, there is a lot of that. I would say in the first episode, it doesn't really deliver much behind the scenes. Sort of interesting, interesting yeah. sort of talking points, but oh. I feel like in the second episode, not to spoil spoil anything, uh, definitely <laughs> showed a lot more behind the scenes stuff of an like two singles uh, players in the men's and the women's side, um, and how they sort of go about their tournaments and how they how they prepare for each game and what they do in their off time. You don't and you practice. don't you don't sound impressed, mate, at all. Well, to be honest, I wasn't impressed with the first episode. Okay, so that's that's not a good start. Um, I wonder if you want to get on the Timber Bedpost text machine on double eight double three. Tell us what sport you would like Netflix to do a you know a drive to survive style program on. What sport would you like Netflix to do a drive to survive program on? Like that, okay? So Breakpoint sounds like a dud, but you've got to try it, even though Team Leader has said he doesn't like the first two eps. Uh, Golf have got one. Uh, Neeps, they've got one called Full Swing. Yes, they sure do. I've also got the document. Is that out yet? No, I don't think it's out yet, but it's very soon to be released. I know Brendan from Bops is very, very excited for this one. Is he a golfer? He he loves his golf, actually. Really? He really loves it, yeah. Okay, so what's Bops, by the way? What Uh, does Bops stand for? Broadcast Operation... Okay. OPS. There's a few of them. He's he's just like a some tech guru type of sort of thing running the channel type I of thing. I wouldn't wouldn't call go him that guru. Far. I'd say guru. No tech, tech guy for sure. I thought the Saskia, who is in a similar position but more powerful, was was uh, you know more like that. Yeah. Well, she'd like to think she's more powerful, and she's standing right behind me, so I'll I'll turn my mic off now. Okay. Play the trailer for Full Swing, which is yet to air on Netflix. Every year, these guys fight for their career. You picked a hell of a year to start following the PGA Tour. I'm fighting to win every time I play. Whatever gets it done, that's all that matters. Winning is so hard on the PGA Tour. At the end of the day, you're playing against the best players in the world. They want to step on my throw, I want to step on theirs. It's winner go home. Beautiful weather. All it takes is one week for your life changes. Quiet in the house, 
passion. If I want the game that I love to be played by future generations, the game needs to be pushed forward. That sounded to me like Rory McIlroy at the back of the Netflix trailer for Full Swing. So that's their golf version coming out Feb- February, February 15th on Netflix, Full Swing. I reckon that's going to have a lot more chops because of the whole live golf thing. Yeah, I completely agree. Just from listening to those two trailers there, I instantly became more excited about the golf one. It's, the, I feel like tennis is more, you know, you see a lot more tennis, but no, the live and you, PGA. Thank you. Absolutely. What, have, what have we got? We've got a battle. It's just We've two got controversy straight away. Going head to head. They're butting brains. They're rams. They're going at it. It'll be great. I am loving the idea of that. So if you have a sport that you think would benefit or you just love to see it, a Netflix-style documentary series done on it, get on the Timber Bedpost, Tech Machine, double eight double three, and let us know. Where's the time gone? It's 4.17. This is the run home with Rotoflex by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. We better start thinking about Teamless Tuesday, so let's go to a wee short pit stop. <laughs> yeah, drive to survive uh, chat, and, and we'll be back in a minute.